Mics on and away we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are once again joined by Delta, Steph, and special guest, Al. They have returned from their self-imposed isolation. We are very grateful to have them back. you just disappeared on my screen. No, her camera's off. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Um, Steph did it before. Uh, she just disappeared from my screen. I wasn't sure if it was the same thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's get right into it. Uh, Singapore this week. Woo! The hardest acceptable hour at F1 night race. The the OG, the best. Some would say. Um. Let's get started with, have you guys seen Singapore's track layout change? Nope. So on the old layout, there was like 22, 23 corners or something. They've gotten rid of corners 16 to 19. So instead of it being like a kind of U shape, it's now like one kind of sort of longer straight. Mm. Which they're saying could... Hold on, I want to see the difference between them could make the track the up to 10 seconds quicker. Oh, because that's what Max needs. Yeah. Why? It'll only be a 40-second margin instead of 50-second margin. Yeah. Quicker. Oh, no, that's the wrong system. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong year's change. I've got 2014. It's not going to help us here. Bit, bit, of, bit of a go. I will, I will see I if can, I can find it. I can only find every other track change. Like, I can see Australia's track change. I've found, what's that? Which one's that? <laughs> Sorry, I just saw this like, thing on Facebook. Every other circuit change. That said AlphaTauri has, have had more oh, drivers racing for them this season than they have points this season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I found it. Oh, I like that. Someone's, That's great. <laughs> someone's done a drawing for me. Why would they? What's the point of that? Why do we need a longer straight? I like the curves. I think because of the fact that it's supposed to help with overtaking, because you can overtake on straights with DRS. But you know, we don't the... get many overtakes anyways. So Can't the fun thing, I like the curves. <laughs> Can't overtake on straights if the Red Bulls, yeah, twenty k's faster. Well. Speaking of that, TD018 comes into effect this weekend as well. So that's going to be interesting. All right. Let me welcome to a new segment called Tech Talk where I explain technical (laughs) directions to everybody because I'm a giant fucking nerd. So TD18. It was just the fact that you scored by Chelsea. You saw our faces and you were like, okay, no one knows what I'm fucking talking about now. <laughs> Drop some I letters thought, and numbers. I thought for sure someone would know about this. But basically, TD018 is the FIA had a sneaky suspicion that some teams were using flexi wings um, and some flexible stuffs on their flooring so they've introduced a new technical directive where 
no longer allowed. That is a suddenly a big no-no. So they are, hang on, let me bring it up. So TD018 is expected, I think it's 018, uh, is expected to impact, haha. So it's an extra clampdown on flexi wings. Um, so that's kind of the sort of, so TD-018, sorry, is the flexi wings. Revised TD-039 is the flexi floors. So there's two, but TD-018 is the big one because it's a new one. Um, so it is expected to impact upon Aston Martin, Mercedes. Uh, there was somebody else. TD-039 uh, is expected to potentially have an impact on Red Bull. Why does that uh, surprise me? And there was someone else. So there are some saying that this could be a good chance for Ferrari to get a win. Don't get my hopes up. Don't get anybody's hopes up. Um, I, I did have something before. Right now, half of this is in either Spanish or Japanese, and I can't read or speak either of those languages. So this is not very helpful. Um, there, I'm sorry, I know I speak Spanish and Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next week I will be speaking to you. I'll be introducing the Japanese Grand Prix, just not in Japanese. I can say konnichiwa. Is it, um, I, I can remember my entire <laughs> year six Japanese speech. None of it is relevant. It says I am like 11 years old and I'm in year six. Don't remember how to change any of it, but that's fair. See, I did German. Yeah, I did German in grade eight. I did like four years of German. Semi-proficient. I could ask a lot of things. I had a pen pal in Germany, actually. I have a medal somewhere <laughs> that says I completed grade eight German with the wrong spelling of my medal? name on it. I got a medal. Yeah. I got no. a medal. It's like it's an actual an exchange. Medal. I will see if I can find it before you come down and be like, look, this is my medal because it's somewhere. Yeah. But I can't, I can't find, I can't find exactly who it's going to impact, but that's if it impacts upon anybody at all. But yeah, flexi wing. Oh gosh, sorry. Uh, flexi wing crackdown. And a flexi floor crackdown, which could be interesting because we could see Aston Martin take further steps back. Because um, there are some concerns that because so a lot of people, a lot of what I've been reading has been around the fact that you develop your error around the wing, around the front wing. Um, and Aston Martin in particular have been forced to change their front wing because the FIA was not happy with it. 
and that is potentially what's seen this kind of drop off in performance from Aston Martin. That would make sense. And that it's expected to get worse because of this new technical directive. The other thing is, is that because it's now catching, so like now that there's, um, they're anticipating it will catch out Mercedes with the rear wing. So Aston Martin with the front, Mercedes with the rear. And it's kind of like at this point, as a Mercedes fan, what else you got? Just talking about rear wings, I did just see that McLaren and Mercedes, both drivers have different rear wings. See if I can find it again. How did we know that they have different rear rings? Rear wings. Rear wings. Rear wings. Wing, wing, wing. (laughs) And you couldn't English before. I'm a five-year-old. How did how do they already know that the different drivers have different rear wings? I think it was. That still did not. That still did not sound right in my head. I gotta find the post again. Rear Rear wings. Wing wing. wing. (laughs) A child, okay. You're a child. I am a child. Um. No, you're in a you're a fully fledged adult. Okay, you can vote. I um. <gasps> you will be voting. I did that the other day. I will be. Yeah, but no, I used the whole "I'm an adult" thing the other day. It just killed everyone. <laughs> I was like, "I'm an adult." All right. Let me do my is thing. Your, is this your first vote? Yeah. The last Wild. vote, my birthday was like a week before, so I didn't have time to register the vote. You know, so. you can vote. You can register at sixteen, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't have to. You don't have to register until you're 18. So I waited until I was 18. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. It is you, so it is. your first vote, and it's not even like anything of. It's, so it's you a get yes to write or yes a no. Super no. important. Actually, like, you don't get to write it. You just got to tick a box. Yeah, you just oh, no, no, you no, color the box, box in. I'll color the box. Right in yes or no. Is it? I have not paid much attention to it at all. Of the AEC for the referendum. I got got offered casual employment today from the AEC for the referendum. So, but I don't know if I'll be able to take it because of the fact that I'm starting a new contract and it's for the AEC, but national criminal checks during that period. And it's like, oh, well. Shit. Okay, I now can't find it, but I will find Shut. it eventually. And I will that, send it to the group chat. That is and fine. And put it up on story if I find it. That is fine. That is fine. I'm curi- again, curious to know how... Th- we don't even have cars on track yet. At this point, we don't okay, even have... Monza. Oh, okay, Monza. Oh, yeah, no, I know about that. Because George was running, yeah. George was higher than was running higher downforce than Lewis was. George Mm. was higher, and I think (laughs) that's what you got there. George is very tall, so in in my defence, to (laughs) me, George is high. (laughs) Like I'm no Zane Maloney, but (laughs) you are taller than I am. I'm not. Steph is Zane Maloney's height. Stop picking on me. 
saying I'm little. not the shortest. I am little. a short queen. <laughs> so I saw this Daniel thing Loney from the um, hashtag short king. I saw this thing from the Jules Bianchi um, go-kart um, enduro. And they're like, oh, is mm. Arthur just short or is Ollie really tall? Ollie's think, really yes, tall. Ollie's, actually, he's not that much taller than me. <laughs> but but Arthur's taller than I am, so Arthur is not Arthur short. Is, yeah, Arthur's not tall. Ollie's just tall. Ollie's just... <laughs> he's a giraffe. really tall. Yeah, Esteban is stupidly tall. Esteban. He made my mum look Esteban. small. Esteban. Oh, yeah. Six foot something, isn't he? He made my mum look small. I don't know. He's just really tall. I'm pretty sure he made my mum look small. That's an impressive feat. Because my mum is 5'11 and a half. So she's basically six foot. 5'11 and a half. Okay, so because I had taller than me. Half an inch. No, literally, my mum is half an inch off of six foot. I forget I'm tall. So she's barely, like, she's. My mum is stupidly tall. I did not inherit this genes, apparently. Yeah, so um, I backtracked there. Um, Esteban's not that much taller than me, only like a head taller. Only a head? Only a head. To be fair, she is bending, but I don't know if you can see. He he is taller than my mum. I look taller than my mum there. In I the... look taller than my mum, and I'm not. In the words of Lewis Hamilton, oh, Ocon's way over there somewhere. <laughs> Did Has anybody seen the fact that Lewis was tweeting? So, like, the last four days, he's actually been on Twitter, and someone was like, uh, they responded to something, and they're like, Lil, bro. And he just responds with, Lil! And it's like, yo, this post-announcement Lewis is hitting different. Like, I don't know what he's done. In like the short in in the break between Monza and Singapore, but it's hit he went different. home. I love the chaos. I don't know. He's gone. I don't want to say it. Out some chaos from him. I was gonna say he he's gone urban, but that just sounds super racist, and that is not what I wanted to do. I'm not Helmet Marco. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Oh, no, 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 no. She's very no. clearly not Helmet Marco. Yeah, yeah, she's no. very clearly not. <laughs> I'm not Helmet Marco. But allegedly, Helmet Marco is a racist. Allegedly. I, I said allegedly. I what know, a smooth no. segue from me, by the way. Instead of going moving on, that was perfection. So, so much smoother than the rip. Yeah. Steph. Yeah. Much better than my I one. I will never forget the rip. You're welcome. Speaking of well, <laughs> as we mentioned, Helmet Marco is a allegedly. racist. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly a racist. Look. Uh, do we do we believe these allegations? It's maybe the only time that I will not slander Checo and might defend the man. Um, because... I don't know if I'd call it defence by saying you cannot bring in someone's <laughs> nationality to determine whether they're lazy, even when they are very clearly lazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not defending that he's not a horrible... <laughs> At this point, it's no defence. It's backhanded compliments here. <laughs> we're, we're, we're tennising the ball. Checo is being tennised right now. <laughs> I am Roger Federer. 
He's lazy for reasons that are unrelated to his race. Exactly. (laughs) Though, I do... See, is being Mexican a race or is it just a geolocation? It's a... Yeah, it's it's a... Because I thought, like, Caucasian was a race. Yeah, Yeah. nationality. It's it's more xenophobic than it is racist. I was going to say, are you... Are but you racist if you're like picking on someone for a specific geolocation? It's more xenophobic, but but it's also That's like it's also like he wasn't picking words. on him for being Mexican. He was picking on him for being South American, uh, which he's not. He's not. <laughs> though, though, I do just want to say thirteen world champions from South America. So that is a not a valuable, like a good foot to stand on. I do want to say that from I have not seen Grill the Grid, but if what I have read and what I well the small snippets that I have seen, if that is anything to go by, I'm not surprised Helmet Marco cannot tell that Mexico is actually in North America. I mean, it is because South apparently America. nobody can. No one knows. Max Verstappen can. Max did that in. 30 seconds. Yeah, That's because he's, he's a map nerd. He had maps up in his bedroom. Like, even I knew that. That, that shit's impressive because he got them on the spot as well. Yeah, he's good. Like, I was impressed. I, I genuinely, I think I've never tuned into a Mac stream, but I have seen him on, like, Twitch where I do think he was playing, like, GeoGuessr or some shit. He would. Like, uh, and I, I've seen Lando I play GeoGuessr, and that is so yeah, but funny. that wouldn't be good. Lando is she doesn't go anywhere. Would be like, like Charles playing part. Goat Simulator. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charles, Charles but, knew how to play Goat Simulator. It was that doesn't George. mean he was very good at it. George it was, didn't know. It was George that asked if they had to milk the goat. I think no, he. I think no, George even asked the goat. Yeah, I was gonna say. Ah, the goat. You don't run around. You, you don't milk the goat, you no, run you, around and you, you smash into stuff. <laughs> it's but like no, anyone in the Twitch quartet, really. We should, Twitch quartet. we should all download oh. and play Goat Simulator. <laughs> you have to pay yeah. for it. It's stupid. Oh, one, of Never my, mind, um, then. one of my colleagues at work just sent me a photo of like the game because we've got goats at home. And she's like, oh my god, have you seen this game? Is it good? It's like, I don't know, I've heard you run into sm- things, smash into things. She thought, she was thinking the same as George. She thought it was, like, simulating taking care of goats. Goats. <laughs> <laughs> My God. People everywhere just completely next- misunderstanding the point of Goat Simulator. Like next level Tamagotchi. Yes. Goodness me. I think but- that's, like... At least the one she sent me was like Goat Simulator Three. So yeah, there's like six or seven now. It's too Hang many. On. I'm gonna find out what is. Oh no, that's not gonna um, help. But yeah, me. when Lando was playing GeoGuessr, he, I think it was Lando, like exactly guessed where they were, and he's like, "Oh my god, I've been on this road," and just guessed it, and they're like, "No one else got it right." And I'm like, oh my god, Lando actually got something correct. Wild. Okay, so it looks like... uh, So Goat Simulator 3 came out last year. And it came out on the Xbox Series X and S. 
So Goat Simulator 3 is the most recent one. Goat Simulator. Meh. And it's been around since 2014. <laughs> I just, like, you know what I, I genuinely, I may have to buy, like, an actual disc version of Goat Simulator <laughs> and see if I can get the Twitch Quartet to sign it. Never play the game, but oh, get yeah, the Twitch Quartet so to sign it. Yes. Because I think that would be hilarious. And then it's like, I okay, that's would something find that it they so will funny. think. They would be like, okay, no, she knows her stuff. Like, she, <laughs> she's would, been around. I, I just feel like they would love it so much as well. They'd just appreciate it. There was a goat oh, simulator just... payday. What? Oh, my God, there's so many goat simulator waste of space where the goat is in space. (laughs) (laughs) You're making me want to buy this game now more. I'm just... just, Well, since Simulator 2 Beach Party... Okay. Since we said to Girls Grid. I, I can't. I can't with goat simulator. There's too many. Since we segued into Grill the Grid, going to give a shout out to Mr. Carlos Sines, who won the 2023 Grill the Grid Championship. The only win that Ferrari is going to have this year. And the Allegedly. Only, and the only one too that Ferrari will have this year because he won by four points to Charles. So well done, Mr. Carlos Sines. We're getting our win. He got his trophy on his birthday, so that's kind of cute. Though, and then right at the end of that, they had a video of Daniel being like, "Oh, did I miss Grill the Grid?" I saw that. I was like, oh. "Yeah, they got Danny in there." I'm so confused I'm at why, so like, annoys me. they don't. Why it takes so long? Like, because it's only been what three ish months that Grill the Grid's been out. Like, there's like what three or four episodes, and that's it. Yeah, they filmed it all in Feb. Film, yeah, it's, they're just they're just doing it when their content starved. Yeah, rather than like they knew they knew that silly season was gonna sillyant, and they well, but like if you're gonna theory. if you're gonna completely knock Nick out of it, at least then film Daniel doing it afterwards. Yeah, well, they would have had time, time for the later ones, yeah. probably not for the first one. Because I think that came well, out just Nick after. Was, well, like, even no, because the first one was still there while that. Nick was there. Because Nick, yeah. I remember seeing Nick partake. Yeah, I think Nick was in one or two. Nick, pull him out completely. We all know you filled him in February. Like, or at least at the yeah, beginning like, of the year. During that media fooling blitz. anyone. But speaking of silly oh. season, unsillying. Unsillying? Well, Sillyanting. Um, there are now four seats left open on the grid for next year. Do we think we will see some more silliness from Spears? Who's 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 hasn't been confirmed? Alpha Logan, Tari, Alpha Tower, Logan so the two Alpha at Alpha Tower, Red Bull. Yeah. Wait, no, not, no, Red, not Red, Bull. Red Bull. Um, Alpha Romeo. Yeah. 
So Joe, the ATs, and Logan. So four Logan. seats. Yeah, four seats. Both ATs. Um, but uh, Joe. That will be interesting. The ATs. Yeah. Joe is Very almost intrigued. confirmed to be resigning. It's more just like silly little minor contract details rather than like whether or not he'll be in the seat. Probably. He allegedly. Wants, he, allegedly, he wants to be able to go to fashion shows and Alfa Romeo are kind of like, mm, don't know about that one. Yeah, allegedly. I, 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 want him, I want him at fashion shows. Bro. They should do like a fashion, like a F1 fashion thing. Just between mostly him knows, and Hamilton. Just everybody they? knows him and Lewis are just going to destroy everybody else. Like it's going to be, they're going to be 30 seconds ahead of everybody else. <laughs> Jumping fashion they're going to be Max Verstappening this uh, fashion show. It's going to be hammer time up in this bitch. It's going to be great if that was what was to happen. But they won't do it because, heaven forbid, we give Lewis Hamilton his props. Well, um, I think the Alpha Tarries are going to be interesting. Um, Liam Lawson for 2024. Yeah, but the way Liam Lawson is going is looking really good for him. Um, Mm. If they don't drop Checo from the Red Bull, which, please, I mean... That's if he doesn't walk away, because at this point, (laughs) I I wouldn't blame him. Look, I I would not deal with the racism and stuff, allegedly. Uh, But, like, (laughs) if they don't drop Checo from that Red Bull team, it's kind of not looking good for... Yuki, which is sad because we love Yuki and I don't I, want him to go. I don't think Danny was getting a seat next year at Alpha. No, he so was on the, so the he was on is, loan till the end of the season. So I the, thought it would have been Yuki and Liam. The no. thing is, is the head of Alpha Tauri, um, like the actual CEO of like the F1 company, is saying that having Daniel there would be a good thing because he's marketable. You can actually like it's it's supposed to be about developing young talent. You can actually develop Liam against him. You See, can I kind of that's... get he can step into like a mentor role as like that second driver because we all know Alpha Tauri's never going to be allowed to compete with the real team. So you get you use Daniel to get the new guys up and running and then get them into the seat. That's kind of by the way that some by the way a lot of high ranking officials are talking, that's the intention. Yeah, I don't Which then sucks for Yuki because of the fact that it's like, all right, well, Yuki's put in what, three years there now? He's shown he can be a team leader. He's driving so well. He's still young. Yeah, he's he's driving really well. He's got them there only three points. He's still very young. And where else is he supposed to go? See, I just my view on the whole thing. Red Bull sh- is like the pinnacle of the like Red Bull Academy. That's where they all want to end up. AlphaTauri should be training the juniors. That's what they are. They're the junior team, the sister team. I believe that if they want Daniel to take like a mentor role they do then it hire more... him to do that yeah Definitely hire him to car. do that like on like even on track during like testing with old cars or something or testing in different series to all the simulators to get them up and like love Daniel love seeing him on the track but I just don't agree with having him in a 
junior team. Like what when he is Al- not a junior. Like what they did with Albon with Yuki in his first year where Albon was like his coach, his like driving coach or whatever it was. I can't remember. It's too yeah. long ago. But like something like that. And then and then and then we can have them all. I mean the correct answer is just putting Danny in the Red Bull. Put <laughs> Daniel in the Red Bull. But like well, they're developing situation. If they're developing I the juniors in Alpha Tower well enough, Red Bull should never have to look for drivers. Red Bull should just be able to go, Oh yep, this junior's ready. Seat. Yeah. <laughs> well to be fair, Move that's, all they, that's all they had to do to begin yeah. with. They could have just left Albon there. I don't think Albon would have ended up any worse than Checo has. I think it would have been better. Um, but this might just be my bias because I am obsessed. Albon is like Alex. I love Alex. See, he's just he's just like the most like I do driver think everyone's an Alex fan. I think Williams is a better place for him. He he's being yeah. literally everything. everything. Like <laughs> Williams is where he should have like where he should be. But I do think he probably would have ended up performing perhaps a little bit better than Checo would have over the last couple of seasons. Do I think, like, I think 2021, he might have still been a little, especially in that championship fight, I think it might have got to him a little bit. But I think come 2022 and 2023, he would have held his own against Max in a way that Checo hasn't. I think it would have. I think 2021 would have gone differently. Uh, 2021 would have been a whole different ball game if Albon had been in there, um, especially given the fact that Checo kind of changed that last race. Um, it's the one thing that I will give Checo credit for was the way he held up Hamilton in Abu Dhabi 2021. Um, and it did nothing because of the fact that Lewis still was able to get like three cars ahead of. Ah, oh, don't get me started on this. <laughs> point. Um, but I think that like in the long run, Williams is probably he just seems happier in building a team that is like committed to him and that is like they're growing together. I also think he's being allowed to do more of his own stuff at Williams than he ever was at Red Bull because, like, he's been involved with, say, the the orphanage, right, the orphanage in Thailand. He's been involved with them for years, but we didn't start hearing about it until, like, last year. And I think that's because Red Bull have kept a lid on that. They've... You think about it, you don't really kind of see anything not heavily sponsored coming out of Red Bull. I could not tell you anything that's come out of Red Bull that genuinely seems like someone's doing something because they care, not because there's some kind of angle in it for them. And I think for, I, I mean, I followed the bit of DTM at the end of, I think it was the 2021 season? when Alex and Liam were there together. And it just seemed that in there, Alex was a different person. With mm. I don't know whether it was just the team, the environment, being with, you know, having Liam having to help. I don't know how much he helped. I didn't, obviously, we don't see all the team makeup of it. But having 
being with a younger driver, someone that pushed him, because Liam and him did push each other, I think that, you know, served a whole lot of benefit for him going then back into F1 the following year. Mm. I would agree with that. Because I think he was just going to languish where he was. So I see why they did it. But I do think, I agree with you, Al. It's time for Checo to go. He's got to go, blood. Um, Checo has got to go. But (laughs) at the moment, I just, it's, I don't know how that's going to play out because you put Yuki there, you destroy Yuki's career. Like you put him in that second seat, Yuki's career is done. You're signing its death warrant. You put Liam there, it's going to die before it gets off the ground. Mm. Like, and I'm not saying that because Liam's not super talented and couldn't hold his own against Max. I think he absolutely could. I'm saying that because Red Bull would not give Liam the respect he deserves to be allowed to hold his own against Max. They would find a way. If he started matching Max, they, I genuinely believe they would find a way to hamper him. We cannot have Golden Boy be threatened. Partially because I'm pretty sure, and this is just my own personal opinion, they don't want to deal with Jos Verstappen. Who the fuck wants to do that? I don't blame anybody at Red Bull who does not want to deal with that man. He terrifies me. He's a creep who was charged with attempted murder. No, thank you. That's not allegedly. No, no, that's not allegedly. He genuinely was charged with attempted murder. I just wanted to throw in an allegedly there. I can I can say what I want about that because oh, like in I think it was like 2012, 2013 yeah. or something. He was like charged oh, okay. with the attempted so murder of his girlfriend too. It was yeah, like it was really so messed up. It's so um, weird. What the fuck? It's such okay. a weird No story. wonder I didn't hear about it. I was like, a child. <laughs> well. That was what, 11 years ago? To be fair, I was also a child, but I heard about it like... Last year. I was still in primary school. So in 2012, he drove a car into his ex-wife, Kelly Vanderwall, who during the incident was his girlfriend after a heated argument. The then 39-year-old was arrested for attempt to murder. He managed to flee the scene. However, his ex-girlfriend. So it says attempt to, but, like, we would call it attempted murder. Yeah. That's probably the translation as well. Yeah. Um, However, his ex-girlfriend suffered heavy bruises due to the incident. So he, it looks like he did actually go to prison for it. Wait, what did he he actually? seems like the type of person to go to prison. So, (laughs) in 19, hang on, in 1998, he was in prison for five years after he and his father got into a brawl at a karting track. So bear in mind, Max was one. Yeah, wait, what? Max was literally a year old when his father went to prison the first time. They were found guilty in a court of assault after the man suffered a fractured skull due to the altercation. He was also found guilty of threatening Max Verstappen's mother. Verstappen he sounds and his- like a winner. 
<laughs> Verstappen and his wife separated in 2008, um, but he was found guilty in 2008 of threatening the two-time champion's mother and violating a previously issued restraining order. Oh. Just like, don't understand how this man is allowed in the paddock. He escaped jail time by paying a fine and serving three months of probation. I thought you were going to say he escaped prison, and I was going to be like, <laughs> what? Um. So, so the charges against against Jos Verstappen were dropped, allowing him to be released after two weeks of jail time. What a wild man with a wild life. At the time, he managed his son's karting career and the Dutchman revealed that his son's visit to the jail made him question his actions and change himself. You'd hope. So bear in mind, 2012, how old would Max have been? How old was I? He would have been 16. Yeah. 16 year old Max Verstappen had to make his father realize that he was. That's not right. Fucked in the head. What do you mean it's not right? 14. 14. Isn't he 98? No, he's 97. So he'd have been 14. 15. 15. Depending on the time. 14, 15. 15, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting my. 2012. I'm getting lost. <laughs> Time is a lie. Um, so he. Time is a social construct. Yeah. He is noted to have been abusive to his son. So right. the Dutchman abandoned his son at a petrol station for an on track mistake. Max I'm then like, waited until his what? mother came to pick him up. Did you not know that, Steph? He this I man just one. drops this. This man just drops this stuff casually, not realizing that it's actually like. Hey, th- no, there's like, so he's done like a biography or something, like an autobiography or like an audio book, and people are genuinely coming to like finding out that Joss Verstappen is just like a dick because he talks in this audio book about the fact that he, his father once told him that he had to walk, he dropped him off off the side of the highway, told him he had to walk back to the hotel, he hitchhiked mm. back to the hotel. So, and because he arrived earlier than his father expected him, his father drove him back out to where he dropped him off on the side of the highway and made him walk back a second time. It's just like, and yeah. Like and there's tough love and then there's bruv. Where do you come up with this? And it's so weird because Max just drops them as like funny little childhood oh, yeah, memories. Yeah, like for her, this is totally this normal. Is Everybody does is. this. This isn't normal, bestie. This isn't normal, Max. <laughs> like it's quirky little like, go kart memory. Do you need? Just getting dropped off. Do in the you highway. want a therapist? <laughs> Genuinely, please, please. I think he needs one. I think they all need one. You know, when like they, they made a big deal, oh. Helmut Marco made a big deal of getting Yuki a psychologist. I was like. Yeah, cool. And where are the other 19 drivers, psychologists? Should we not all? <laughs> Where's Max's, please? <laughs> like, I just, yeah, no. So, Joss Verstappen is, like, and this is the thing is, 
people are genuinely like I remember last year when um Nelson PK was banned and everyone was like oh but they'll allow Josh Verstappen to, like Josh Verstappen to come back in and he's actually been charged with attempted murder all all PK said was the n word and it's like all he said I mean <laughs> and you look at it like I mean, that I mean with attempted murder yeah okay. relatively speaking he and a <laughs> Yeah, I know which one's worse on my level, <laughs> and it's not the thing that can be taken back. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, well, I almost hit you with my. I hit you with my car. Sorry, yeah. I sorry, I, I attempted to murder you, or sorry, I called you the N word. Sorry that I. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry I that I looked at Miss Radley and accidentally <laughs> grazed her <laughs> left hip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we were on the same wavelength there, Al. <laughs> with the accent too. It has to be done with the accent because otherwise, <laughs> I, otherwise, it's just not. It's just not as good. It just doesn't serve. It does not. But <laughs> speaking of, of serving of Joe no, of Yoz Verstappen, actually, can't believe that's a segue. Uh, we saw the return of not quite the Mac, the Jedi, not quite the Jedi, uh, mm. of a old legend, a fan favorite, one Mr. Sebastian Vettel returned to the Nordschliff this past week to drive a F1 track along the actual proper track for what I believe may be the first time in 50 years. And he did it in his championship car. With no say- halo. Um, so, like... And he looked good doing it. Bruv was... If, if something had gone wrong, Bruv was fucked. But we, uh, we stand Sebastian Vettel. We stand a Vettel moment. Everyone is have, a Sebastian Vettel fan. I have to Everyone loves Seb. How could you not, though? Like, if you don't love Seb, like, what is wrong with you? Like, who hurt you? The world. Yeah. Seb was, like, one of the first drivers I knew in F1. One of two. Was the other Danny Rick? <laughs> No, um, Mark Weber. I was going to say, was it Mark? Well, you do. I know the story behind that one. You know one. the story. I think I've said I know the before. story. I was at um, the, a book fair, and I was going to say, seeing if there was any like F one cool books, uh, and there was one on Mark Weber, and I immediately put it back. What <laughs> the um the biography? Like, We've got no. that. <laughs> I'm I not at all surprised. I, I, don't, I don't know what it was. It was. Oh, he bought it for like my a dad. picture book. I was like, "Jeez, what a no, shock, Delta!" Ready? <laughs> my brother's dead. Now no, that is a shock. Talking about F1 books, there is. And I see it in the bookshop we've got at town. There's this is F1 book saying Aussies in, in yes. F1, it's but it hasn't been updated one? yet. No, so that Aussie must be a very one? small book. No, it's Hang huge. on. No, no. I'll it's show like you. Hang on. 
Hang on, I'll show you because I think I might have that exact book. Give me a second. But Aussies and Kiwis. Like it hasn't been updated like... since 2021 when. Um, no, last year. Last year. It hasn't been updated since early last year because they're like, oh, James Wharton has just put into the um, Ferrari Academy with F4. And Oscar Piastri is a reserve <laughs> driver for Alpine. <laughs> So, <laughs> pictures taken. That one, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, okay. That's how thick it is. It's a bit hard I have, I still have not read this. So, the pre word, the, the foreword, sorry. Um, so, the foreword has Alan Jones MBE, and then literally chapter one is Formula One Futures, the next generation Oscar Piastri. Based. Which, so yeah, I got like this for Christmas. Like, I think there's. I think only you talk about three, which is kind of sad because there's more. Um, I think I got this for Christmas in 2021. Um, oh, no, sorry. Um, they talk about James, Jack, and Oscar, I think, at the back. It was I have a feeling they talk about Liam as well. It was on clearance. No, no, because it does say in the back, it does say nine New Zealanders. Oh, okay. yeah, it does say nine New Zealanders. Yeah, so Australians are we and claiming Australian? So it mentions it mentions um so there's a whole there's a whole chapter dedicated to just Oscar. Uh then there's in the beginning, which is dedicated to Arthur White, Bernard Rubin, and if I remember this correctly, the first Australian woman to race in F1, Joan Richmond. Uh, then there's Tony Gase, who was uh, noted as our first Formula One ace. Then there's who we kind of all call the – yeah, I'd agree with calling him the benchmark, Mr. Babram. Brabham. Uh, Brabham, yeah. Brabham. Uh, and then there's his three sons. There's a, there's literally a chapter dedicated to his three sons. So one chapter to him, one chapter to the three of his sons together. Then there's Frank Gardner and Paul Hawkins. Uh, then chapter seven is Bruce McLaren and Danny Hume. Based. So, woo, McLaren. Uh, then chapter eight is Chris Amon and David Walker. Uh, chapter nine is Howden Ganlin, Tim Schenken, Vern Chupin. Uh Chapter 10 is Larry Perkins and Greg Siddle, titled LP and Peewee. Uh, chapter 11 is Alan Jones and Brian Maguire. Chapter 12 is Peter Collins and Peter Windsor. Chapter 13 is titled Aussie Grit Takes on the World and it's Mark Webber and Daniel Ricciardo. Why um, doesn't Danny have his own chapter? Because he is the same as Mac Mark Webber. They're the nope. same. They're the same. Nope. Chapter 14. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Chapter 14 is Warwick Brown, Paul England, Brendan Hartley, Graham McRae, John Brendan Nicholson, Hartley. Tony Shelley, and Mike Thackwell. Uh, chapter 15 is Bruce Allison, Ryan Briscoe, James Courtney. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's Supercars, James Courtney. Will Power. I'm pretty sure he raced in Supercars. I was going to say, uh, also Supercars. Yeah. Hang on, because there's more. Will Davison. Supercars. Supercars. Scott Dixon. Supercars. It's a supercars chapter. Ken Cavanaugh and Keith Campbell. It's a supercars chapter. Uh, 
chapter right. 16 is what I would definitely deem the supercars chapter uh, because there's Craig Lowndes, Wayne, Wayne Gardner, uh, Mick Doohan, which isn't supercars, but, I mean, hey, and then we'll Mark Scaife. Scaife. So, there's another I mean, those would be the two that I would think of when I think of supercars is Craig Lowndes and Mark Scaife. Though I do know James Courtney, so why was no one James no not Peter Brock? Yeah, because it's about had... Formula One. He never went to Formula One. He he Did like always stayed. No, he never went anywhere been... near it. No, but my thing is like, is he not the first person you think of when you think of supercars? No, no not always at all. No, Excuse because me. I grew, I grew oh. up in a I grew up in like a um in a Win Cup, Winterbottom feud. So, like, for me, the first two people that I think oh, of is yeah. Jamie Winkup and Mark Winterbottom. Winterbottom. Yeah. See, I was Winterbottom, Lounsey. Yeah, no, well, Lounsey. First person I always think, think of. Brock. Um, yeah. He's not to... the first, but he is up there. I had to explain who he was the other day. Like, if I'm thinking, if it's around Bathurst, then I'll think of Brocky. Because mm. everybody knows Brocky's Hill. Um, but moving on. So chapter 17 is Chris Dyer, William Toet, Michael Ulster, Sam Michael, Ralph Bellamy, John Royce. Chapter 18 is titled Supreme Authority and it is about Gary Connolly, Dr. Michael Henderson and everybody's least favourite F1 to supercars uh, boss, Mr. Michael mm. Massey. And then chapter 19 is titled Punching Above Our Weight in Search of the Next Champion. So if I go Punching that, above that's our weight. James and, and Jack, I know them two are in it. I've read that set last time. Oh. I like, flicked through the back. I was like, what juniors are they talking oh. about? Oh, that's Marcus. Hang oh, on. yeah, Marcus. I forgot about Marcus. Okay, so. Because you weren't going about the Kiwis. No. Okay, so tire, mag- so tire Magnate Bob Jane. Uh, independently responsible for Australia securing a round of the Formula One Championship. Bob Jane was a four-time Australian touring car champion, ran the Australian Grand Prix for five years at his Calder Park racetrack on Melbourne's outskirts. As in like the Bob Jane that has a team. as in the Bob Jane. (laughs) Um, Do-do-do. So in 1983, South Australian's premier, John Bannon, asked Vern Chupan, winner of the Le Mans 24-hour, to call Bernie Eccleston and press the case for Adelaide, hosting Mm -hmm. a World F1 Championship Grand Prix. Eccleston, known universally by just one name, Bernie, had not been a fan of the idea. So Bernie Eccleston, hashtag allegedly racist to Australians. I mean, there's also actual alleged racism as well but you know yeah um <laughs> so he said no one is interested in going to australia mm. no one's heard of adelaide that's that's a, maybe that's more fair. valid that's fair <laughs> um i mean dina Boganovich hadn't even heard of melbourne yeah well, he was like in like just... the video he's like oh my god welcome to sydney and he's like hold on <laughs> no 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 Fuck me, we paid two million a year for the first three years. 
That's that ridiculous. And this is in 1984 that we agreed to do this. Why would we do this? The 1985 Australian Grand Prix was promoted as Fair Dinkum F1. <laughs> I hate that. I actually hate that. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I think it's funny. It's funny, but also I kind of hate it. So this, this goes on to say 11 years later, Melbourne stole the race. Yeah, they did. As a Victorian. Um, so I remember the day well, former South Australian Premier Dean Brown told the ABC, the Liberal leader had just won the state election. The day after I'd been sworn in, I received a telephone call from Ron Walker, who revealed a contract had been signed in extreme secrecy with Bernie almost a year before. Walker, the former Lel- Melbourne blah, 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 Melbourne Lord Mayor and Victorian Premier Jeff Kennett had kick-started the Victorian major events mm-hmm. company to attract world-leading sports to Victoria. They'd spotted a weakness in the F1 association with Adelaide. Interesting. Bernie told the media it took 10 minutes to sign the deal with Melbourne. Yeah, because, because F1 didn't want it in Adelaide because, as... Bernie Eccleston put it, who has heard of Adelaide? But the Adelaide track was cool as hell. And um, this is my hill. The Adelaide track was better. The Melbourne track kind of mid. I love the Melbourne track. I like just just kind of mid. I've got I've got the um we've got a sim at home. We got the F1 game. It's like my one track that I go on all the time. Whenever I need to fix up setups or anything, Melbourne. <laughs> the only track I know off by heart. That is fair enough. Um, So we provided several hundred people to assist with the inauguration of the Singapore and Korean Grand Prix or Grands Prix. Grands Prix. When Russia signed up for F1, Motorsport Australia bid against other organisers for their startup contract and won. Uh, Lauren Meckes contacted Motorsport Australia to join Scuderia Ferrari to become the Asia-Pacific representative of its Ferrari Driver Academy. So very interesting. Might buy that book. It's on clearance at my local bookstore, so. I keep seeing it. I'm like, I really want to buy it, but I don't know if I'm actually ever going to read it. It's a bit out of date. So, like, that's oh, why yeah. hang clearance. Up. In 2021, red-hot 19-year-old New Zealander Liam Lawson was in the Red Bull program and 18-year-old Jack Doohan, son of five-time world MotoGP winner Mick, was an associate. Wait, Jack was an associate of the Red Bull program? Yeah, he was in with Red Bull. He's in Alpine now. What the fuck? He was in with Red Bull when he was with Prima. Yeah, and now... He was there for a bit and then swapped to Alpine. So... Even even in a book about even in a book about Australians, somehow a Schumacher must be mentioned in relation to Ferrari. Ferrari grew its own F1 team leader, Charles Leclerc, and in 2021 proudly sent Mick Schumacher, son of its all-time legend Michael, up to Formula One. Not in a Ferrari, but a Ferrari-powered Haas. In 2016, so I'm not sure what Mick Schumacher has to do with Australia, but okay. We can we'll we'll him. He's friends with We'll Mick. take him. We'll take him. In 2016, 16-year-old New Zealander Marcus Armstrong joined the Ferrari Driver Academy and by 2020 had progressed through Italian Formula 4 to FIA Formula 2. 
Ferrari and Mercedes AMG use their academies to provide drivers as well as power plants to their constructor customers. Um, so there's a thing about Mercedes placed George with Williams Mercedes. Alpine F1 without an engine customer for 2021 was fostering Oscar Piastri with a view of moving him to their own academy. In 2021, <laughs> thanks to the academies, three drivers from Australia and New Zealand, Lawson, Armstrong and Piastri, were facing off against each other in Formula 2 on the springboard to an F1 career. <laughs> sure. Uh, the academies, and Red Bull especially, has developed a reputation that can be brutal. With such a wealth of talent eager to get in, the churn can afford to be great. In the mid-2000s, Australian Nathan Antunes, one year behind Vettel, lost his place with Red Bull without explanation. It's been very difficult to recover from that, a very traumatic time, and to be honest, his da- uh, to be honest, we struggled, his dad, Cass, told me, whoever wrote the book. Um, So James Wharton was asked to test for Ferrari. Yay. Who's now in F4 with Prima. Still with Ferrari. James Wharton here, aged 14, is Australia's next long-range Formula One home. He received congratulations at Motorsport Australia's Melbourne headquarters from Director of Racing Tim Shenkin, veteran of 34 Grands Prix starts. Uh, So then there's a thing about um, talking about the Ferrari selection. They get a lot of Aussies for the Ferrari selection. New Zealand's one-make Toyota Racing Series has become a counter-seasonal discovery championship for young hopefuls. It has been won by Lando Norris and Lance Stroll, both now entrenched in Formula One. In 2019, it was won by local driver Liam Lawson, showing here competing at Teratonga the following year. Lawson is now... So as of the time of this being printed, Lawson is now racing in the FIA Formula Two championship. I hate to tell you, Lawson is now racing in the FIA Formula One championship. Hate to tell you. Yeah, why do you hate? Because I would have liked him to stay in F2 for another year. Because I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying that he's... Because, as I said, without a seat, that's the bit I hate. Um, So... Shane Wharton, who owns a steel fabrication business in Melbourne, said he budgeted $10 million to get James Wharton to Formula 2. We'd planned to be there by the time he was 19. Uh, Ferrari hadn't totally relieved the financial pressure. Their investment in their academy members is shared with the families, but to what degree Shane is contractually unable to reveal. Oh, yo, they have a Formula One boarding school at Maranello. Yeah. And he continues to do long-distance education with a high school in Victoria. Yeah, you can do distance ed. I was like, distance ed's a great thing to school through. Yeah, Victoria's distance ed program is really good from what I heard. I had some friends do, like, specific subjects and stuff through it as well. 
Yeah, I ha- I well, luckily I had to move. I moved schools before I had to sign up for distance ed. But yeah, we've got like I think three in Queensland, like one north, one west, and then one down south. Yeah, um, I know where it is. It's not. Is it Callumvale? It might be Callumvale. There is like a there is like a distance education school where like mm. there's, there's no actual. But like the thing cracks me up about one of them is they've got an actual school i think it's the um north queensland school of distance education or central queensland i don't know it's one of the two they've got like an actual school built and you do get to come in for certain parts of it Mm. for like events so there's a kiwi driver fun ramped up uh so so midway through 2021 motorsport australia renewed its contract with the ferrari driver academy to continue its relentless search for our next world champion Concurrently, in New Zealand, the Kiwi Driver Fund ramped up test days with its one make FT60 Formula 3 cars, inviting young hopefuls from Australia to participate in as well. So V so then there's a bit of an honor roll with uh, from Australia and New Zealand, um, including uh, those who are now deceased. Um, it's got, it's really cool. Actually, hang on. Maybe not because like I'm seeing, I'm okay. I'm confused. Never mind. Um, (laughs) then it's got non-championship contestants and people who tested. So in, in Australia, people who tested Ryan Briscoe, James Courtney, Will Davison, Will Power, Oscar Piastri. So they must've done an F1 test, but never got the seat except for Oscar. Oscar Piastri. Yeah. And then tests for drivers from New Zealand was is Scott Dixon. Just Scott. Just Scott Dixon. Literally. Just Scott Dixon. It's kind of funny. No one else is there. <laughs> now you will have Liam Lawson there. And I think, did Marcus do uh, an F1 test? I don't know if you'd I have Liam Lawson like there. He is. I don't know if you'd have Liam Lawson there because he's um, racing. But he... he he has, but he has done tests, so you could put him in there. I thought the point was tests, but not driven. Yeah, he had his um, F1 test debut in twenty eight. Um, sorry, in a twenty eighteen Ferrari. That's kind of cool. When? Marcus, this um, I'm trying to find when. Um. YouTube, not YouTube. Um, Wikipedia is not a reliable source. We will not be going there. Um, okay, Mrs. Delta. Jeez, you're starting to sound like my high school. Oh, I was reading I one. And I was like, oh. Um, hold on. So, so his t- first taste of Formula One with the Scuderia's 2018 car. Um, shared duties with. Guillaume Alessi and Robert Sportsman. Um, week old tests to help get drivers back up to speed. Um, it was, would have been last, no, not last year, the year before when he was with Dance. Oh. So, 21. Yeah. Hmm. So, there, have there have been 24 Australians and New Zealanders who have gone to 
F1. Um, the writer thanks particularly uh, Anne, Anne and Mark Webber. Sincere thanks for allowing me unfettered access to your published memoirs. Uh, to Joe Ricardo and Brian Hartley, massive thanks for the parents' eye view of your high-achieving sons. I don't know if I would call Brendan, Brendan Hartley, Hartley high-achieving. High <laughs> I don't know if I could back that one. Um, what I do want is a book from Nicole Piastri's point of view. Oh, oh absolutely. Yes, I, I would absolutely. buy that. that book. I would buy that and give that to everyone. I would read the shit out of that book. Her tweets uh, kill me. She's so funny. So 15 Australians and nine New Zealanders have raced in a world championship race in the Formula One era from 1915, 1950, sorry. Another 13, 10 of them Australians, have tested a Formula One car or driven in a non-championship race. Young Oscar Piastri is one of the 13, and hopefully he will soon graduate to the active list. So we can now say 16 Australians and 10 New Zealanders have raced in world championship race races in the Formula One era. So that's very cool. Uh, there was a there was interviews, so under Piastri there are interviews with a Chris, a Nicole, and an Oscar. Nicole. So Nicole was interviewed. Uh, Will Power was interviewed for this one. Michael Massey was interviewed for this book. Uh, Will Davison was interviewed. James Courtney was interviewed. Scott Dixon was interviewed. I keep thinking. You're Jen McLaren, say, on behalf of Bruce McLaren, was interviewed. I keep thinking you're going to say Scott Disick, and I am very aware that that is a totally different person. Every time I look at it, I think of Scott Disick too, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, Anne and Mark Webber, who gave access to memoirs from Noosa. Mark Webber lives in Noosa? Mark Webber's parents live in Noosa. Wait, is that what it says? Mark Webber probably no. doesn't. <laughs> Mark and Ann Webber. Oh, okay. That's Access to memoirs, Noosa, Queensland, April 2021. So what you're telling me is if I just go on a holiday to Noosa, I might Excuse run into Mark Webber. Mark. I'll literally just oh, – bro, it's like two hours away from here. I'll just go spend a day up there. Um, And then Joe Flex. Ricardo. Alex. So they got Joe Ricardo, but they weren't able to speak to Daniel. Yeah, he was busy. When was this written? 2021. He was February 2021. Danny was busy learning Olivia Rodrigo songs so he could sing them in the gym on Instagram. (laughs) He's still doing that. That's all he does in life. He learns. There there was an interview with David Babram in January 2021 in London. Um, I saw one from 2019 here. There's Greta Hume from Rotorua in December 2019. Same for Jan McLaren. He was in America in February 2020 to speak to Will Power. He went to North Carolina and then came back to the sunny coast to speak to Ron Taranik. This guy was just using this, writing this book as an excuse to travel the world. Yeah, he was basically like, how can I go on holiday? 
and write it off as a business hack. So, but yes, back to what we were talking about now that I have been through that, at least the back pages of that book. What were we talking about? Yeah, what were we talking about? I don't know. I was just going to segue it into I think we were slandering Mark Webber. We, yeah, you were. We were, we were. But, like, as a, I don't know. I don't, know, I don't even know why. I just find him, like, because he's Mark very Webber. plain and, like, I'm just not interested in his personal life. He just seems like a very boring person. I'm not even interested in, in his professional life. Like, the only thing that's interesting about him is that he manages Oscar Piastri. It's very interesting. And actually. raced against Seb Vettel. That's the only thing that's interesting. He raced about with me. Daniel. In no, he didn't because Daniel. Daniel yeah, no, no he... we we looked this up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we looked up. They did race together. I was gonna say because he he Daniel took over from Mark. Yeah, but yeah, they, they were on the, the grid team. at the same time uh, for a year or something. Um, for a year. Yeah, it was like for a year. Yeah. We we've searched this up before. Two years. Um, I don't know when we. Yeah, it might have been. Researched... It might have been when was... you were away. It was yeah, when Daniel was. got announced. It was when Daniel got announced because I um, said we've got, for the first time in however many years, we've got two Aussies on the grid. It's actually not been that long. It's not been as long as you yeah, thought it would be. It wasn't as long as we thought it was. And it wasn't as long-lived as we thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. briefly competed at F1 at the same time. Um, was at opposite ends of the grid in 2011. Um Weber competed with Red Bull Racing. Ricardo was earning his stripes for the struggling Hispana Racing. Okay, so that's not the same team. No, no, sorry. No, they didn't race in the same team, but they were on no, the No, no that's what I said. Grid. Oh, okay. That's what I said. I is they, said. they didn't race in oh. the same team. Oh, no. I thought you said same time. Same time. No, I, said same, I, said. Oh, no, I knew they raced at the same time. Oh, no, uh, we thought... They never yeah. raced in the same team. Well, I mean, well, it did, but just years apart. I said yeah, that, so they I did, said but that Seb <laughs> raced Mark Webber. That was yeah. what was interesting about him, was Seb Mark raced Mark Webber. And it's interesting that Danny Rick took his seat. That's also interesting. But that's more of a Danny fact than a Mark Webber fact. Mark Webber's like, a, he, he's like an afternote, you know, like the... Like the <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. But speaking of people who are old and (laughs) have had books written about them. (laughs) I don't know where this segue is going right now. I want to know where this is going so bad. I was going to segue to Marcus again, but this sounds more interesting. (laughs) Speaking of Marcus's. Well, speaking of old people who have books written about them, and I can say this because he is old, um, Allegedly. Michael Schumacher. <laughs> there have been calls for him to lose his first championship with this Massa um, challenge because, well, clearly if things happen in a controversial manner, we have to roll it all back even 30 years later. No. Can we just not I think rehash just it? it? Just give Felipe Massa like 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> We're broke. Here's 200. Like, I don't even have 200 right now. Surely, surely instead we just like crowdfund a fund 
to like get him to drop this lawsuit and we all pitch in like 20 bucks so that we don't have to rehash all these championships. Well, speaking of the lawsuit, uh, his legal team has requested that Hamilton support the notion to um, wind back the championship and hand it to, hand it to Felipe. Oh, sorry. Hand hand back the race and just completely discard it. He's not gonna do. Why would Why would Lewis be like? No, actually, I only want to be a six time world champion. Like he's the thing, So the it. funny thing that I've seen is that if like people are saying Lewis should hold over Felipe's head, that he'll he'll support winding back the Singapore Grand Prix if Massa supports winding back the twenty five second penalty that Lewis got at Spa that year. <laughs> which still ends up with Lewis winning I just think that every controversial decision that has ever been made in any sport should actually just be reversed as of one week from tomorrow <laughs> and then we'll see what happens <laughs> and it's like it's like in 1932 in the second round of Wimbledon this match this this point was called out and actually was in, and therefore this person who won actually went out in the second round, and it's like you've just fucked you've fucked the whole sport. Imagine like the nineteen thirty eight Olympics and Jesse Owen wins in controversial like manner in Nazi Germany because he's a black man. And they're mm. like and and like nowadays we're like, wait, hang on, it was controversial. We gotta roll it back. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ! Or like, was or like it, the, um, guys, the guys 1978, the where like they did the yeah, I was the guys with the fists to like African like, dudes, uh, like African Americans, who then got like, what's they, they get, like, never raced again. Some something something they got like reprimanded for like unsportsmanlike conduct on the podium or some shit like that. Yeah, Should we and, roll like, that back? were never raced they never raced again like they never ran track again well that that marathon okay i can't remember what it was it was like the 1920s or something it was like one of the first marathons at the olympics where one guy got poisoned <laughs> one guy cheated one guy cheated and drove a little bit of the way and then had a nap so he lost Two guys had to quit because they didn't have proper shoes and they couldn't complete the race. Um, and it was like they the, were all like the winner. The winner ended up being the winner ended up being the guy who like ate rat poison or some shit. I can't remember. It's just like the most wild story. It's like it's like some guy was like throwing up because he was just actively drunk and like just ev- everything one marathon race because like <laughs> like the 1920s and no one took a long distance running seriously so a bunch of people were just like oh yeah I'll do it <laughs> to be he, fair it was like the Great the, Depression uh, at that point it was the Roaring Twenties uh, and the Great Brixton. Depression at the same time <laughs> so they were like right we're gonna party it up while we've got the chance yeah, well, so we'll roll that one back and give the win of that to like what, the know, dude the who rat? cheated and then took a nap? <laughs> the maker of the rat poison. We'll give it to him. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> I've lost my fucking mind. <laughs> anyway, the point is that we can't rehash and overturn decisions that were made long ago because it just like it just <laughs> ruins everything. Chaos, man. Like, how would you even go back and posthumorously give someone a medal from like the 1920s? Yeah, like they probably died in the Second yeah, World are we gonna War. Take like, how are we going to take away Jochen Rint's World Championship because he won it controversially by being killed before he before the end of the season? Wait, sorry, who's this? Jochen Rint, 1970. He won the championship posthumously because he um passed away in one of the last races of the season in a in an on on track incident um but he still was far enough ahead in the championship that he actually ultimately won bruh that's max whoa 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 <laughs> <laughs> on him I'm not wishing it on but him but if it happened he's safe yeah I mean if if something were to happen in the next two races I don't think he would lose the championship yeah but if, speaking if he like broke of... his leg not if he like <clears throat> speaking of him. do we think anyone could beat Red Bull Nah. It even even without, even, without this hypothetical, <laughs> even without this hypothetical, nah. Max has seriously injured himself or died scenario. Is it mathematically possible that like one of the championships is wrapped up in like the next race? I can't yeah. remember which one it is. Drivers, is it the constructors. Yeah, oh. so I don't think it's possible. The constructors um this weekend and drivers next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah, that's what I thought. So Which for the second up. year in a row, right. Max will wrap up the drivers by Japan. So early. That's not gonna happen next year because Japan is in April. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, with the way that car is going, I would not be surprised. <laughs> He's just so far ahead in the first like three races that like eh, we'll just give it to him now. <laughs> just just At this point. It'll just, just be like, yeah, 2025 championship now. Just give him everything to 2028 and then we can just go, cool, right, go away. Nah, because I'm hoping 2026 will change things. Bro. I have Apparently they're, they're talking about new changes for 2025. Yeah, I think that we should ban energy drinks from competing. <laughs> <laughs> right, so there goes half the grid because if they're not sponsored by Red Bull, they're like, you've got Lewis who's sponsored by Monster. No, 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 competing on the grid. Like, Red Bull like, is. Like, you can, be, you can be sponsored by an energy drink company, but you can't be. <laughs> you can't be right. So Red Bull's going to sponsor a bunch of drivers and they're just going to rename it to, like, say, Toro Rosso, which is just Red Bull and Italian. Red Bull and, yeah. You know, when I figured that out, I was yeah. like, I went to my little brother. I was like, you know what Toro Rosso means? No, he's, Charles is like, I don't know, five years younger than me, probably more. And he's like, no, I think it means Red Bull in Italian. <laughs> and it's the sister team. He goes, ah, oh, well, that's dumb. Yeah, imagine being Italian. Like, I've never so thought like, about how that works. What was that, sorry? So, like, what's Alpha Tauri? 
Alpha Tauri is a brand. Is, oh, yeah, it's actually a brand. It's an, it's oh, an actual fashion brand. Or, or are they like just a, like, another way? No, because um, no, that's why they're saying that Hugo Boss is going to take over because so, so, it's going to go from one fashion brand to another. Though Steph, that you, doesn't um, make much sense. Then we can sense get a woman in there and they can be the boss babes. <laughs> no, because they've got to call them Hugo Boss Bulls. Steph's. Oh, not Steph's. Fuck me. Liam's, uh, like, the pink Alphatari jacket he used to wear with, like, the no. Alphatari logo across, like, his chest. Yes. No, but now I'm going to yes. oh. That's, like, he used to wear it in DTM a lot. That's, like, an Alphatari, um, like, actual clothing line. That's not merch. And I didn't realise that till I went to try and buy it, and it's, like, friggin' expensive. It does yeah, not it's exist. A, it's a high-end fashion It's actually, yeah, high-end fashion brand. Yeah. Though their stuff is very nice. It's I really would, nice. I would not mind getting my hands on some, but it's fucking expensive to get here. Mm. Like, they're a high-end fashion brand that's not, like, let's just put it this way. They're, they're no Christian Dior. I would wear their clothes more than I would wear Christian Dior. But I'm not paying Dior prices. Mm. Which is a good thing. Um, so we're saying that's a no even in this hypothetical situation nope. of Max dying, no one's beating Red Bull. No way. No. Are we talking about like in one singular race or are we talking Yeah, about- just in a singular I race. Don't even think- eh, nah. I think like at this point. I think even Max's ghost would beat everybody else. I think if Max is incapacitated, yes, because um, no, nah, because who sucks. Um, well, so, like a retic- uh, actually, um, it is it is a street issue. race this one. So Singapore is a street race, and the Red Bull is just getting further and further ahead. It's so so could Perez? No. Let, let's say hypothetically, nah. something happens to Max. This, and I'm What's saying hypothetically, know? happens before the race. Does Perez manage to pull out a masterclass? Nope. No. Or does someone beat Red Bull this weekend? Sounds. Are we saying if, if Max if, DNS, if Max doesn't? Yeah. If, if Max, Max doesn't DNS, finish, Charles. Max DNFs. I just it, it might be Checo, but I just don't see Checo winning unless yeah. Max isn't there. Charles. It could be. Could be Charles. Could be Albert. I will hold hope for Charles to win something. <laughs> At this point, you are less Delulu about it than I am. Because as much as I want to say Mercedes, it's I have a feeling we're in for another Mercedes disaster class. Could be a McLaren. Genuinely, I feel like it's most likely to be a McLaren. Your parents may hate me, Delta, because mm. I genuinely may cry. Like <laughs> I may be getting on the plane on Monday morning with tears still running down my face, being like, for Isn't fuck's sake. Isn't it like sake. a 4 p.m. race? No, it's, it's at 10 p.m. Australia time. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because it's a night race. Oh, it's yeah. Japan that's 4 p.m. Oh. I forgot what was yeah. the mm. order of races. So I may get on the plane at, like, 8 o'clock the next morning with tears still running down my face and have to, like – make myself normal so that I can go to work. It's after an I get airport. Off the plane. No one is normal at an airport or in an airplane. Yeah, no, but I have to go to work after I land work. back in Brisbane. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have to go start my new job. Flay. Rip. Because, you know, holidays and work. Flay. stop for nobody. Well, speaking of things that do stop other things, though, 
What? Uh, what breaks? I'm just enjoying the the. So moving on, segues. Moving uh, on. Having a bit of okay, fun. That seemed a little yikes, but don't throw the book. Don't throw it. Okay, chill, neighbors. Breathe. Uh, but things that stop other things. Uh, fire is one of those things. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> The faces I'm getting right now. <laughs> so at the Goodwood Revival this this past weekend, uh, Karun Chandok was in a Ferrari something or other. Not a Ferrari spider, that's all I know. And it done did go up in flames. It done did go pew. And uh, Karun's okay, but we may not see him for a couple of weeks. Because Mans was on fire. Instead of the girl on fire, he was the Indian on fire? Is that how you... Is that... No, is that... One of these is a gender. No, because the man on fire... (laughs) No, because man on fire goes to Roman Grosjean. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I'm trying to come up with, like, another nickname for him. The Brit on fire, maybe? Senior on fire, because he's an old man. <laughs> oh, my God. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> he's allegedly old. Like, I think the dude's same age as my mom. Yeah, he's like 40. <laughs> no, oh, my God, he's only 39. <laughs> <laughs> So he's only just older than Seb. He's younger than Alonzo. Okay, but we you call just Alonso called an old him. Oh, yeah, but that's because Alonzo is old. <laughs> Alonzo's had the like same length of career as Oscar Piastri's lifespan. <laughs> like Alonzo is old. Hey, well, can we call him a retiree because he is retiring? Yeah. Yes. We can do that. Retiree on fire. Sure. <laughs> Makes him sound old and yet. Apparently, yeah, it doesn't well, infer not. that he's old. It infers he's old. It doesn't specifically say he's old. Yes. Well, moving on to people who should be retired but aren't, since we were speaking of Alonso before. Uh, has everybody seen the comments from? Aston Martin team principal Mike Crack in regards to Lance being on Alonso's level. We were talking about Delulu, and I think the most Delulu <laughs> is actually just Mike Crack. Yeah. Oh my God, Bro, I at this point, this man is on I'm crack. Not Delulu. This man is on crack. By name, can by I, nature. Can I just say, at the OzGP, they like zoomed in on him and like put up a thing, and like the commentator is just like, there's Mike Crack. And you hear, you hear all like the dads and the kids in the audience just start giggling. <laughs> okay, but like Funny. the man's name isn't even like Michael. Like no. someone just decided to name this man. What is his name? Mike, Mike. Crack. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... 
I, I have a feeling that maybe they didn't expect him to uh, work in an English-speaking field. Uh, they didn't. They didn't consider that when they named. Imagine his kids' names. <laughs> I love. I I I search his name and it's. <laughs> Reddit comes up in full caps lock. Does Mike Crack have a middle name? So powerful, strong, sexy man like him does not have a middle name. I need to make sure it's not something. <laughs> oh my god. I can't. <laughs> I can't with Reddit. Please um, Google that on and just open Reddit. Someone says it's Harry, but I don't believe that for a second. Um, oh, I, no, did, his, I just know what it was. No, his full name is Bill Mike Crack. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. So he chooses to go by Mike Crack. That is a choice that he has made. <laughs> There's no way that just feels bad. There's no way that's his real name. <laughs> <laughs> he has a famous birthdays account. <laughs> I cannot find anything that tells me his name isn't just Mike Crack. And I really enunciate every time I say his name. <laughs> like over and I remember when I first thought when he became team principal and I saw it and I was like Surely this is like a meme. Like this is not real. Oh, I didn't oh. think it was real either. No. <laughs> so he was Felipe Massa's engineer at one point. Oh. You mean one-time world champion Felipe Massa? <laughs> Wanna be one-time allegedly. world champion? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> He has a brother and sister also called Crack. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> different last names, unless there's a different well, the sister dad. might. The sister might by this point, and I wouldn't oh, blame I would her for out of that so quickly. <laughs> who he used to tease that he one day would have an Aston Martin. <laughs> oh my god, it was his dream to have an Aston Martin. He's living out his childhood fantasy. He's estimated a uh, 830,000 euro, which is equivalent to about $1 million. He's also the head engineer of the Porsche WEC team. Woo! Woo! Um, so apparently there is also a... Um, he was Felipe Massa's race engineer. Wow. And then became a chief engineer. Wow. <laughs> that was just so Owen Wilson coded. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been a long day. Um, oh, my God. He worked with young Seb Vettel. 
he left BMW when they didn't care about Kubica maybe winning in 2008, which wouldn't matter anyway because it's going to be overturned. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I still, every time I remember that there's a legal challenge about this, it just breaks my brain a little bit more. I love the website I'm on. It's just like in like cap, not cap, sorry. It's like in a like huge title, Mike Crack age. <laughs> and then they go on for like this little sentence of his age. Then they go on his height. Same thing about his height. Then they go on for his weight for some dumb reason. And then his education. And then his Twitter handle. And then it's LinkedIn. And it's like he has a LinkedIn profile. And it's just Pinterest. And it's just his name again. Like we needed to know that information. But I'm glad I now do. Oh, Aston Martin. So <laughs> Aston Martin F1 team, they do like a we they do like a, a race debrief that they call Mike on. They missed a brilliant opportunity to go crack on. <laughs> I get emails from him. And it cracks me up every time I see it. I don't know why, but yeah, I just get emails from Aston Martin and it's like, bruv. I've signed up to the I am is it I am yeah, I am um team page thing. Even though I'm not an Aston Martin fan, but Um... interesting stuff on there. Well, now that we have... I just want to know his middle name. He doesn't have one. I think he has one. I'm starting to come to that conclusion. Moving moving on to people who have dumb middle names or self-given nicknames. Um, (laughs) The look on your face, Delta. (laughs) You're terrified. You're like, oh, no. I'm terrified. Uh, Mr. Tripod. I can't believe I just used that. I fucking hate it so much. Uh, swiftly moving on. No, 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 no. Marcus Armstrong. <laughs> Mr. Tripod has made Mr. Mr. Tripod has made some comments uh, where Pierre has tried to urge fans to remember that while the paddock is a fun experience for fans, it is still a workplace for the drivers and that it's starting to get to the point where it's too busy and they are already struggling to get to their commitments on time and they don't want to have to stop for fans all the time. But if fans don't stop knocking on the doors of the hospitality when they're trying to take shit, things are going to have to change and there might not be fans (laughs) in the paddock anymore. What do we think of this? Uh, Let the man shit in peace. (laughs) Yeah, they should have a to sign. It's like shitting in progress. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't explicitly state it was just while he was trying to shit, <laughs> but he did say that, like, there are times where people are knocking on like the doors of the hospitality, and he's wondering how they've got there. So this is quite clearly in private moments and times when they perhaps don't need fans around, such as one's 
intimate relationship with the porcelain the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps his much younger girlfriend. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I just and then and then it's also like I also have like a big concern about like privacy of like the partners. I know that like most of them are like influencers and uh professional golf stars. Thank you, Lily. We love you. Um but like they don't necessarily cons like you know, like mm-hmm. if we're if we're not giving the drivers any space, and we're not. It's just like they didn't choose this. I mean, they kind of did, but they didn't. You know what I mean? They did to an extent, but it's not like say Corinna Schumacher, where she married in knowing that this is what she had to deal with. Where these these people are just dating, like. Imagine being, and the thing is, is they face so much, <clears throat> take Pierre and Kika, for example, they face so much adversity anyway, because everyone was like, oh, Pierre's 26, 27, Kika's 19. Is it odd? <clears throat> yes. Yes, it is. Pierre, um, I'm going to speak to you directly here, my dude. As, Mr. as he listens. Yeah, because <clears throat> ah, I know you're listening in. Right now, because um, we are the podcast, the drivers choose. Yes, yes, we are the <laughs> no, we no, are the drivers, drivers choice. Ladies choice, but change it from ladies to drivers choice. Drivers choice. Sorry, I've just now had that like Zac Efron song from high school from Hairspray run through my brain. Um, don't mind me; I have ADHD. Uh, <laughs> don't mind me, I have ADHD. Sorry for that in, for that brief interruption there, ladies and gentlemen. We had some technical difficulties in the result resulting of a power outage. Never mind. All good. A power outage. Let's <laughs> let's not, leave it at that. Leave it at that. We we are going to uh move on. Um to one Mr. Marcus Armstrong from somebody who's punching to another person who's punching. Uh, Marcus Armstrong, what's he done, Delta? <laughs> Aside from punching above his weight class in the girlfriend department. Oh, yeah, we're not talking about that now because that deserves a whole lot more credit than we're giving this right now. <laughs> um. So Marcus racing over in Indy, um, he just got the Rookie of the Year status. Um, mm. So he's leading the Rookie of the Year standings um, with 190 points. This was from last week, so there has been a race since. Um, he has since signed a contract um, with a multi-year contract extension. doesn't say how long multi-year is. It just says 2024 and beyond. So who knows? Um, Could for be a the Lance first Stroll situation. No. Oh. <laughs> so for the first eleven races in the series, he got three top three, fin- sorry, three top eight finishes and led the field for five laps. So Woo! he's only 
currently racing um, street circuits and like the uh, racetrack circus circuits um, and will be completing a full season next year which means he'll be racing on the ovals which is very exciting um, so it'll be good to see him as a full-time driver next year in Indy and also rookie of the year picked it up extremely quickly um, they're all, by the sounds of the press release, very excited to work with him again next year. He's led four laps this season, then won Mr. Uh, Oscar Piastri. Don't do that but, to me. I'm sorry, it had to be done. But it really did it. <laughs> it did. We all know it had to be done. It's painful, but it had to be done. Very painful. I'm just like scrolling through Marcus's Instagram now. The amount of times his car has changed this season. Like he's run, I think, four different liveries. Um, As he should. In 12 races. <laughs> Bro, they, they, I'm pretty sure they don't have a cost cap. So why not? I don't know, but I and I want to break it down like further because this I find very interesting. Indy now, car... clearly, someone who knows Indy will correct us, as I'm sure they will be very loud in our comments. Going, of course they have a cost cap. <laughs> um, but IndyCar cater their rookies a lot more than F1 do, so they give them extra. I think um, I heard someone say they give them extra tire allotments for a race weekend. They give them extra. Um, test sessions so that they can become equipped to the cars, which I think is really amazing. Especially considering a lot of these rookies are... <clears throat> Sorry. But they haven't come up through Indy Knicks and in, Indy Lights. Yeah, they've come across from like F2. A lot of them will have come across from F2 because there's not really anywhere no, else where for them to go. go. You can go to FE, you can go to DTM, go to Super Formula, you can't go to F1. Yes. Now I understand why Roy Nassani has just stayed put for so long. I don't. Like, go get a new job. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) You missed my rant, but I agree. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you were not here for the Roy Nassani slander. I'm trying to teach my partner, like, F2 and F1 and all of them. Uh, and what has that, that – that has resulted in just rants about people like Roy Nassani. <laughs> you just need to move on. That is fair. I would not disagree with that at all. Not one bit. It's 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 time for him to go. We're not, not getting me on this. It's not even anything against him. It's just let let go. Let the youngins come up. Yeah, it's like it's the same as Fernando. I don't actually have anything against Fernando. Mm. You just need to let go, bro. I'm glad someone else said it, not me. But uh, 
as a yeah, I'm glad someone else don't be saying it. <laughs> well, speaking of indie and uh, letting things go, uh, Callum Illot has been suffering some pretty Lottie. ridiculous abuse in the last three, two, three days. I'm not entirely sure how long it's been going on, but it is bad enough that he has uh, shut down his Twitter, or not shut down, but gone private, um, all because he had an incident with his teammate. So uh, that's fucked. And I don't put that lightly. What do we think of, like, the drivers? What What do we think of fans, like, abusing other drivers, even in F1, when they do something wrong? It's a bit gross. It's not on. It's it's a bit unnecessary. It's like, it's like it, when um, Latifi got, like, death threats after 2021. Bruh. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's just unnecessary. <laughs> At no point was it ever... Like, Latifi's fault. Need. I mean, no, I mean, it might have been, but my point is, at no point was it ever deep enough. Like, it's just a world championship. It's not yeah. someone's life. He did and not cause like, the death even, of someone. It's not even your world championship. Like, you're not exactly. even driving. Like, it might be different. Um, I mean, like to go up to someone and be like, you know, why? Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, actually say it to them in person or. Not that I condone doing that, but or like sending something like not a death threat, but like what the fuck are you doing? If it directly affects you, like you're in that championship, you're there, you're a part of the team, something like that. But as a fan of the sport, it's not. It's yeah. not on at all. It's ridiculous, and I've if just checked feel- because like, I didn't believe you when you said it. I was like, oh, surely Callum hasn't done it. But yeah, it's been post protected. Only followers can read them, which is. And I think sad. he's reached. I, I think on his is it his Instagram? You now have to like request or something. There's somewhere that I've seen someone saying they have to request to follow. Well, I'm already following Callum on. <laughs> so I'll try my other one. I I don't know for certain. I could have that wrong, but. It's this just is... like it doesn't even like matter if the incident was his fault or like what happened because I don't know what happened or anything. It's just like unnecessary to like like that's still a person and we mm-hmm. forget that they're people sometimes and it's just I think that's a person and he has feelings and maybe we should mm-hmm. Not no, you don't have to me. request his Instagram. And... He might have turned that off. Maybe. Because he might have been getting too many requests. Like, I just... Like... We all know... Comments ev- have been any- limited. Yeah. That's what it is. So anybody who knows me, who has listened to us, knows that I am no fan of Verstappen. But I'm not necessarily going to send him abuse. Like, I may slander him on the podcast. (laughs) 
I'll do it to all of them. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to then go and back it up by sending harmful or hateful messages on the internet. Like, if I'm going to do it... Personally, for me, if I'm going to say something, like, I'm... I try to take the viewpoint with the internet of if I if it's not something I would say in in person, it's not something I'll say online. So yeah. I would go like and Delta, you, you know me, you can attest. Would I or would I not go up to Max Verstappen, probably shit my pants, and be like, oh my god, <laughs> it's Max Verstappen, and then go, I think you're a twat. Can I get a photo? Actually, no. To be fair, I wouldn't I ask just- if I could get a photo. I'd probably just go. I'd walk past him and probably go, I think you're a twat, but I'm going to leave you alone. I just think that maybe if you called him a twat, he then wouldn't give you a photo anyway. (laughs) No, because I don't ask for photos. Delta can attest. I don't ask for photos. I have to be talked into them. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I could, to be fair... I could imagine Max actually, like, Max seems like the type of person who would probably go, someone walks past him and goes, you're a twat, I don't like you. And he'd stop and go, but why? Why don't you like me? Like, Uh, here's my evidence, here's my receipts. Uh (laughs) I don't like you because of, like, and and the thing is, is I could genuinely say something like, "Um, I don't like you because of your father. And he'd go, but what have I done? Like, you don't Mm. like my dad. What have I done? And it's like, I don't know, you just twat see the whole thing i think for me at least something that tom holland actually said if you don't like something that i've done text me if you don't I have my number you number. don't know me well enough I to use have that, a problem with me i use that on tiktok give me a second i'll find the exact wording yeah if you, if you have a problem with me text me but if you don't have my number you no, don't know me well enough to have a problem with me I think that is so true in this scenario as well. If you, obviously, no one who knows you, I don't think will be in their right mind sending you a death threat. But if you have a problem with me, text me. If you don't have my number, you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. Mm. See, this would this would work so, if anybody I knew had my number. <laughs> we have your number. Yeah. That's so yeah. true. The only people that have my number are people who have me on, like, WhatsApp because that's how WhatsApp works. Mm. That that is fair. Oh, and like my mom. <laughs> yeah, my that's family. pretty much the thing for me. My family. <laughs> I think Delta has like my. I don't know if she has me saved in her phone, but I have her saved mm. from WhatsApp in my phone. So like, even if I was to delete, if I was to delete like WhatsApp tomorrow, I think I would have maybe Delta. I know I'd have Delta definitely, and I think maybe Kate. And I mean, that's good enough. Al. See, I was. Fine. I I will go and save you both later. And there's certain people in like the like the big group chat that we're in, and I got, I would keep seeing their notifications pop up, and I like would read their messages, but it would just annoy me seeing numbers, and I couldn't figure out who was who. So like saved a heap of people so I could see who was texting what. That's (laughs) why I I have everybody's number. But, like, there was, like, a section here that we had, like, multiple people by the same name. And for everyone who was in the podcast, I put, like, a little, like, race car behind it. I had, I think, like, three Kates saved in my phone at one stage with a race car after them. And no context of who it actually was. 
So I've had to like change the well, change Kate. This our Kate to be. So I actually know that she's Kate just, texting. She's me. just My our Kate. Kate. Our Kate. She's just out collectively our Kate. Our Kate. Yeah. We've talked to you too. My stepmom's name is Kate. I just don't use like. I don't text or call anyone. Yeah. No. I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone to her. That's a lie. And I'm seeing That's me on the phone. Lie. Apart from you guys, I'm on the phone. I walk in. My mum just looks at me now and she's like, Chelsea? It's like, yeah. It's like, like and, and if I'm calling, call most, of the time, most of the time, if I'm calling or texting someone, it'll be over like Messenger or like. I, I'm not actually texting anyone except like the, so hmm, like my old manager, not even my new manager. My new manager texts me on WhatsApp. No, so like I have so like my work, we have Teams, so we all message through Teams. Um, so because I have a work phone and a personal phone, so work and. The podcast goes through my work phone, but I have two different numbers. So depending on what number you guys message me on on the WhatsApp is to what phone it goes to. <laughs> um, and then so like the only time I use that phone is when I'm at work and the managers are messaging or when we're talk we're, we're all talking. That's the only time that phone gets used. But my personal phone, the only time, people I message on that really are like my my partner and when I text my auntie to ask her what's on the menu for dinner (laughs) (laughs) like my mum occasionally but other than that I don't really call or text anyone and then like my Facebook, I message everyone through Facebook. So like yeah. my dad, my my dad, my stepmom, my partner, I mostly text through. Like we're we're talking on Messenger now, mainly because my phone's like almost dead. It's over on the bed. But like we're talking through Messenger now. Like my best friend, we talk through Snapchat and Messenger. So the majority of my conversations are Snapchat and Messenger, not even texting. I just don't no. t- talk to people. Period. I hate talking to people. That's also bad. Sometimes it's most of the time it's just easier to call Delta because it's like, all right, we know that we're going to be sitting there, and it's like I can't be asked like sending like a message that's going to take me three minutes to write when I can say it in thirty seconds. My mum does that. We'll be like having a conversation over like through message, and then she'll call me, and I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Oh, I just got sick of texting." But she's like, after two or three messages, I'm like, I give up. I do that to my mum. Like, ugh, I can't be bothered texting it. But it just makes more sense. And also she's so slow at texting. I rarely text my mum, but I live with my mum, so. I live with my mum, and, like, recently I've taken to (laughs) calling her when she's downstairs because I don't want to move. Nah, I I am for it. My mother. I love it. Like I, I rang my live mom very far away from my family. So. Well, so my mom has like adopted a bunch of Americans. <laughs> it, it's kind of weird. Um, kind of cute. But they like they call her mom and everything, and like 
so I've I have I do know some not really know but like I've spoken to some of these people so it's less creepy than like it could be um but like I rang her the other day. So when I sent you guys the message in the group chat where I was like, fucking Bill and Ben, because I was watching a YouTube video where the dude was like, he absolutely slandered Bill and Ben. I cannot believe this. What? Oh, so that's why you messaged the Bill and Ben photo. Yes. Yes. Because I love the flower Bill and pot ben. men. Yes. yes. I love, I love Bill and oh, Ben. Oh, Al. Yes. Quickly. Throwback yes. to last weekend. Yes. Do you? No. Like, do you know the lyric? No. Do you know the lyrics to Phineas and Ferb's theme oh, song? Fuck you guys. Most of them. Like, but like, if you could, like, could you do it off the top of your head? Uh, probably not accurately. Mm. Like, kind Thank of, you, but like, probably not accurately. Well, I'm gonna have to thank you for this. that. Because we were, I, we were, we were karaoke, okay. we were karaokeing it last week before we recorded the podcast, and Delta was a little bit like, "Oh, she's like, I don't know that song." Okay, like, I, I, don't know, like, I don't know the lyrics to it because uh, like, I was like, I've "Oh, seen every episode of Phineas and Ferb, I just can't theme song. It's just it all. I just can't." About the way we were talking about the um the happening twice thing. I can't remember what it was that happened twice. If you were like, oh, that's from Phineas and Ferb. I was like, oh, that's from Phineas and Ferb. I never realized. I never watched the show. And then yes. you started with the and whole theme song. Yes, and that's when we started the theme song. See, she can do it. I can it. do that bit. It's just like the actual like after. I can do like the intro. See, to I couldn't it. even I do that like, part. The like, but I can't do that bit. That's I think no, no, I know one between song. Between Steph and I, I, I can do one, the whole thing now. Oh, okay. I can, well, I can just think. I'm being karaoke in my car all week. I know one I'm, song from I'm pretty sure I could do the whole thing now. I'm pretty sure I could do the whole thing now. But before so, I continue, you get bullied. No, no, no. You're going to have time because I'm going to teach you. Because I'm going to make you watch. I don't know where we're finding time for all of this, but I'm going to make five. you watch. Well, no, because season five has only just started. Like, recording. yeah, no, he just recorded the first line today. It was. Nine. I know. I watched that, and then I sent a message to like the team. I was like, <laughs> season five. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, I love Phineas and Ferb. But no, I'm gonna. I make thought we were you... talking about unreleased songs then. I was gonna be like, "Ooh, I have an unreleased song for everybody." You have an unreleased song. You make no, music, not me, Jeff? not me personally. But um, my friend went to unreleased songs. My best friend went to Morgan <laughs> Evans last night, and he Jones. sang an unreleased song. Is it him that... throwing shade? Is yes. It shade? Yes. I'm so I... key. I love this. Fucking so much love it. It's like... so good. Oh, the actual breakup was really amicable. Was, and then we just started throwing shade at each other it, in our music. It's so bad. It's so wild. Because he also played it at the Gimpy Mustard and someone recorded it. So I will send it to you after the podcast. Love that. I was going to go I and then I have, have a musician. Because she, she sent it to me and she was like, she was like, oh, Morgan played a new song. And I was like, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> I am lost. Same. 
So Morgan before I get more lost. Also, I just like Hello? to also Hello? scream out Hi. that <laughs> Jonas Brothers the other day. Bro, so okay. Vegas <laughs> no, no. life. Vegas no, no. in life because they got the Jonas Brothers at Matt Life, and I fucking hate everybody that went to that concert. Can that can we you. can we just take a minute? How smooth that was. Thank no. you. <laughs> can we just can we take a moment to mourn the death Whoa. that has occurred this week? <laughs> of Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas's marriage. Okay, I don't believe in love anymore. Like I genuinely a I death has occurred in my family. I care. I care. I'm not a Jonas Brothers fan. We grow up with them. That's fine. I wasn't a Jonas Brothers fan in my in my youth either, but I have always will be a Sophie Turner stan. So, R.I.P. Sophie's marriage. Rip. Oh, kind of seems good that it's ended. (laughs) To be honest, did you know? Allegedly, it's ended because Joe. Could no longer reach the peanut butter on the top shelf because Sophie Did kept putting know? it up there when she got annoyed with him. Did you know allegedly it ended that. because of something that he saw her say on the ring camera? Apparently. No, actually, allegedly, it was because of the fact that every time they got into a fight, Sophie would just hold up the TV <laughs> remote and he cracked the shits. <laughs> allegedly, it's because she was caught singing the lyrics of Mr. Perfectly Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, she was caught on camera saying she wishes that she'd married Priyanka Chopra instead of a Jonas brother. <laughs> Allegedly, she wished she'd changed her name to Taylor and become Taylor Lautner instead of Taylor Lautner. <laughs> uh, Allegedly, it was because she brought too many like tall chairs and so... Joe just couldn't deal anymore because he was sick of being so short, even on the chairs, that he his feet dangled like a five-year-old. Is Jojo short or is Sophie? I thought Sophie Turner was just tall. Isn't she like five ten? She's like super tall. Hang on, I'll tell you. Because I've like I, I have ten. seen him live and I think he's taller than I am. Yeah, he's like a normal height, and it's just because Sophie's <laughs> like, made Joe. He's one seven. He's one point seven meters. Oh, oh, she's taller than me. He's five foot seven and a half inches, so 171.5 meters tall. So Sophie Turner is 175, 175 centimeters. He's 171. So there's three and a half centimeters difference between the two of them. She's they just a fruit. Size matters, people. Is that is that what we're going with? Is that the official? Official opinion of the podcast. That size matters, yes. <laughs> sure. So Sophie Turner is actually shorter than Taylor Swift by five centimeters. Taylor Swift. So if anybody mm-hmm. if anybody was holding the remote out of the way during their relationship <laughs> with Joe Jonas, it was Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. She was ensuring that he could not change the channel off of her reputation stadium tour documentary. 
not that reputation was out then. Hello, but... Mr. Perfectly Average Height. I'd say it's perfectly average. <laughs> it is, to be fair. Some might say um, tall even. Depending on... Where how in the world? Tall the other person. Yeah, depending on how tall you are would Hello? depend on... Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. What's up? I'm not answering. Are we, uh, <laughs> are we calling it? I'm not answering. Calling Chelsea's, Chelsea's not answering the phone call. Chelsea's not answering. <laughs> Chelsea, are you oh, there? All right, I think we, said we could call it without Chelsea tonight. Are we calling it? Are yeah. we calling it? Yeah. It's a day. I think we're okay, it. we'll call it. Well, on oh. that note, ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, it looks like the, it's been a unanimous decision. Uh, so on that note, hope your parents are still around. Everything's going well. Uh, Sorry, this just reminds me of like high-tech signing off. <laughs> your cat hasn't puked on the carpet. The dog's not dying. And <laughs> nap out. Some of us really need nap some naps out. tonight. Me, I'm your nap.